1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Poor Man's Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me, as always, this is wonderful, this is beautiful, this is a talented, it's Shaylee, baby. Shay, how are you this evening? Oh,
2: I'm doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here.
1: Uh, Shay was making fun of my intro earlier, how I say the exact same thing, but it's muscle memory. And you know what? People like what they know. Listen, they I like love what they it. know, man.
3: I'm obsessed with it. We discussed that with the
1: movies last week. You know, how are you going to have an Uno movie? How are you going to have other things? You've heard of it. That's why they have it. Exactly. And another person you may have heard of. What a transition, Shay. <laughs> another person you may have heard of. You know that voice. And you may have seen her food pictures everywhere. From Pittsburgh Foodie Girls, we have Michelle Coper. Hey,
0: guys. How are you?
1: Yeah, we missed uh, you. It's been a while. It has been, Michelle. Summer's going by so
3: quickly. What the? Okay. Feel it like- feels like it's going back really fast, but there's like... It also feels very exhausting, which is weird. Usually, it's not hand-in-hand. Hand. Like, it's ex- an exhausting time, but an extremely busy time. Yeah,
0: I'm busy, but busy fun most of the time.
3: Yeah. I don't I don't want to have something to do every single day. No, I... Got me. I, <laughs> I don't want to have... I was literally just telling Chris this earlier. I don't want to have to have something to do every day. Like, my niece and nephew are here visiting, and... I I love my niece. She's 14, so, like, we have a lot of fun together. There's a lot of things that we do. But I don't want to wake up and have to talk to somebody and say, you know, what do you want to do today? How's it going? What's, you know, what's happening? Um, I just want to be able to be lazy and just sit on my couch and pretend to watch TV because I've not turned my television on in years plus until she came. So i'm i'm just exhausted in this situation being a parent is really hard and i've only been a parent for five weeks so
1: yeah i know i'm I'm trying to fix i'm trying to fix michelle's mic real quick hey shay yeah is there something you want to talk about real quick
3: (laughs) Yeah. Can you so, talk
1: about something for about thirty-two seconds?
3: I can. I um I went to the gym today with um the one and only Jess. I'm sure you guys have heard of heard of her plenty of times. And um we were just chit chatting about our um um our comfort movies and her comfort movie is House of a Thousand Corpse, which I am obsessed with the fact that that is a comfort movie for her. But my comfort movies are um, Constantine and The Mummy. Um, I am not very good at having movies on in the background, like just doing other things like cleaning or... Um, You know just like doing work or something like that And those are my two movies that I am Definitely is, a, is definitely a comfort thing for me And while we were talking about it I was like well we just need to like sit together And have our comfort movies together I um, found out that Chris doesn't like the mummy. So I made that talk with him when I first got here and then come to find out Chris has actually never even seen the mummy, which Shea, I find disappointing. Shay,
1: that was very good. We'll probably edit all that out because it was <laughs> a great mummy talk. And I appreciate all of it, but we are here. Uh, Michelle. We're back we live at 565. Okay, five. There we go. You oh, know what, Shay? Let's start from the beginning, man. Let's just let's just go from there. But I'm not going to edit any of it out because we never edit anything <laughs> out. Because you know what? I like the authenticity. Maybe it doesn't sound perfect every time. But there's perfection in the imperfection, Shay. Shay, you know what? I'm, I'm not hating on you at all. What you did, filling time with just bullshit, it's not as easy as people think, it's man. It's not
0: easy at all. Yeah. It's
1: not easy. And to go back to that, to go back to The Mummy real fast, because it's so weird because you said you were talking about comfort movies and uh, Jess said that I hate The Mummy, which is strange because I've never seen The Mummy. I have no opinion on The Mummy.
3: Which I was going to say is hilarious due to the fact that I've never seen any movies and Chris usually is like the one who sees all of them and he's never seen it and I think it's a total classic.
0: The so Mummy's a classic Yes. But. I don't know. Well, okay. Are you <laughs> yeah. an, are you an Indiana Jones fan? I'm a huge Indiana Jones that's fan. That's the problem.
3: If I you're w- an Indiana Jones fan, you don't like The Mummy. <laughs> it's, you cannot. The people can't like the That's because
1: people with Indiana Jones have taste.
3: <laughs> I've, see, I've never <laughs> seen the Indiana Jones movies, but I have come across so many people who have seen both of those movies, and if they are an Indiana Jones fan, they that I've never come across somebody that's like, I love both. You it's need always, to see
1: Raiders of the Lost Ark for sure, and... uh Oh, what's the other one? The Nazis.
0: Temple, temple of, of
3: Dam. No, not
1: Temple. Not the voice temple. from the. the I'm taking it to the other one. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> the
0: there crusade. we go.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, last the Crusade from the super good. Yeah. And now there's no, a new one. So is, is that dark. the
0: new one? The Last Crusade is that the new well, one. Well, then there was
1: the Crystal Skull, and then there's another one that's out right
0: now. There's one out right now. Final, Final Destiny. There you go. There you go. And there there you we go. go. Red is hot, I man. And Harrison Ford still looks <laughs> hot.
1: Well, this is going to be awful for just the audio, but we'll get Brandon's answer. Brandon, are you a fan of The Mummy and Indiana Jones? Uh, one more than the other. The uh, second Indiana Jones more than all. And then with The Mummy, uh, I was just
0: like really the one with the rock. and the- <laughs> Okay, Scorpion <laughs> King. Yeah, Scorpion King.
1: There we go.
0: And then he was a villain. And that was a villain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think it's just a cheap, you know, cheap, the, way- <laughs> the version of Indiana Jones. Well, yeah, because it's like the mummies. Like I don't hate back,
3: on it. So- I I literally, have, this is an opinion with anybody who's seen them both, like you know it what really that is, like I don't hate on it at all. I have never seen Indiana Jones. Like my grandmother's obsessed with the Indiana Jones movies. I don't. I I'm I literally love it's the mummies the first and the second, which is weird because I usually only pick one, first and the second mummy are my comfort movies. I'll, I, um, I love them. And Constantine. Constantine's phenomenal.
0: So my comfort movie is The Mockingjay. So I don't know. like From the, Hunger the, Games? The, yeah, The Hunger Games. So That's so weird. Mockingjay? I fall, if I can't fall asleep at night, if I put that on, I fall asleep every single day. Is moment. Mockingjay the second or the third one? It's like the third one, I think. Yeah, Any similar. of them, though. The I'll fall asleep. I've never seen it. No, no, oh, yeah. I, Catching Fire is the second one. And I, and I, I don't, don't fall, fall asleep J. because I don't like them. I just... Are these I movies? I don't know why I thought these were Oh, you don't know
3: The Hunger Games? The yeah, hundred? I do, but yeah. I swear to God, I thought they were games, or not games, uh, like, a, like a series.
1: They're like a series like of movies. Like a movie. TV, yeah. TV. They TV, were books. Sorry. Uh, no, yeah, they, I think they're just... What's movies. your comfort movie, Chris? Like, to just put on, like, okay...
3: Like, you, yeah, you want to watch something, you or you not want to feel it. You don't mean, like, better? if it
1: comes on TV, I'll leave it on. No, I'm mean talking, like, if if you have I've, to
3: make a choice. Like, you're feeling down, or you want something in the relax. background, and you I've seen this a million times. Don't
0: have to pay attention to it. Yeah.
1: Ugh. Jeez.
3: I don't know why the first thing that came to mind was Mighty Ducks. Probably because you talk about it all the time.
1: <laughs> I, I talk about that, but that's like one of those things that, like, if I watch it now, I can only watch so much. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. nostalgic, and Dude, I love it more than movie. anything. But if I watched it now, would I like it. Like, I don't like the Goonies because I never saw it at the time. So you can't. Watch I can't it. watch yes. it now because You're not it's, gonna, it's, it's a completely different uh, situation. Yeah. Um,
3: No movie comes to mind.
1: Forrest Gump is always up there. Goodfellas, man, they're so good. Like I could watch. What are they
3: comfort movies? Like, like I'm just
1: gonna throw it on. There's nothing that I would just like put on. Just because you, I would put on Bob's Burgers or some TV show that I could just throw on in the background. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. something like that That for a movie. Yeah, I'm uh, more of a TV background yeah. person than a movie i
3: with. am not i honestly my tv since my niece has been with me my tv has been on more since she's been here in five weeks than it has since i bought a tv probably i don't know uh probably seven or eight years ago yeah. i've my tv's been on now in <laughs> yeah. five yeah. years we i don't put it on don't, i don't watch, don't watch it. a
0: lot of tv either
3: yeah i don't i don't i literally save don't it watch tv save
0: it for the winter
1: speaking of not watching tv thank you for listening to this audio podcast you can find it on itunes and is it called itunes anymore it's, nope apple music um apple podcast oh, spotify and all that other stuff uh shay we're gonna hit the rundown with the, pen. the rundown <laughs> shay this week we have let's see i have beer of the week uh best outdoor dining second half with brandon johnson and then the new news with danny but danny is not here danny's a little under the weather so We're going to go without the news, although I did find a couple. Jess sent me something, but I found something else that I'm interested in because it has to do with fast food, and that's one thing I know more than anything. So maybe we'll discuss fast food at the end. But uh, let's see. uh, Our beer of the week this week, we're not going to get into it right now because I want to hit the other things, but we have something from Hitchhiker Faux real f-a-u-x real uh it's a hazy ipa so we're going to be tasting that during the next couple minutes and then we're going to talk about it uh right after that but let's see what do we have we have brandon johnson tonight uh like i was just saying michelle's here michelle you're going to talk about the best outdoor dining
0: i'm going to talk about some really nice outdoor dining places in pittsburgh i mean We don't have a lot of stuff on the water right now, but we do have a lot of places that will transport you to make you feel like you're on vacation. Oh, yeah, okay. Some really nice places, tranquil places, places on the water, things you wouldn't expect, maybe places you've not heard of before. But I'm excited
1: to tell you guys about them. The pictures you have are fantastic, as they always are. I always look forward to them because you take such good pictures, Mm -hmm. and like what you're taking pictures of is always worthwhile. Like the outdoor seating and the food is always very, very good. So I'm excited to talk to you about that. Shay, uh, the nineteenth.
3: 19th Rhythm uh, and Brews Rhythm and
1: Brews coming up already I I literally
3: already have my outfit picked out for the 19th I'm absolutely thrilled we have a ton of different um, breweries that are gonna be there it was so much fun last year the music was fantastic the people were fantastic the weather was gorgeous I mean everything fell in line it was it was absolutely perfect um I I'm, I'm I'm more than excited and then of course everybody needs to stop down here afterwards at 565
1: five, Absolutely stop down drinks, in the yeah stop down the outside area stop down um I think you have to get tickets for the indoor area and they may have been sold out Yeah. Uh, but you can stop down for the outdoor area that's probably where we Which we'll is be. where we were last yeah, year and it was a fucking
3: blast. Shay there's
1: 11th hour at Alter Genius Brew Gentlemen which is where we're gonna, we're going to be by Brew Gentlemen from what I hear uh, by the uh, tavern a pizza, pizza place Yeah, yeah. across from Pittsburgh Smoke Shop, my favorite. Uh, Lincoln Avenue Brewery, Grist House, Two Frays, Penn Brewery, Strange Roots, Trace, Full Pint, and a bunch more. So definitely follow them. Uh, stop down and see us for there. I'm going to be giving away some prizes as well. We'll probably nice. give away some booze too. Nice. I, we got to find out. Jeremy's Drink coming on next week. your own time and on your own rest. Jeremy's <laughs> coming on for uh, to talk uh one last push for uh, rhythm and Bruce uh for a little bit next week. So we'll talk to him about some beer. We also have Georgia Warder coming on next week. Super funny. Uh, we were talking. Uh, Danny was saying um she just won the roast battle. I I just saw that. They do a roast battle uh, in McKee's Rocks. Danny did. it. No, Georgia did. And I think it might have been the second time she won. Uh, She's extremely funny. Oh, my God. That's so awesome. Yeah. No, she's super funny. I can't wait to have her on. Uh, Jeremy will come on as well. Let's see. What else do we have down there? We have a garbage truck. Uh, we have a roll of toilet paper. And, and we have
3: the Barbie. Have the, the Barbie, Barbie Bee. The
1: only Barbie Bee is there because uh, we've been talking to Danny about it. Although Danny's not here, so I can't really talk to her about it. I finally saw it, so... I was going to discuss, discuss it, it with her. Did
0: you see it? I did see it. My kids and I saw it. We glammed out. We dressed in pink. Yeah. We had little acrylic purses and hot pink shoes. <laughs> we got center row seats. We had we got it before right, right, the day the tickets went on sale. We got our tickets up in Robinson at that big. Rec- oh,
3: my God. Robinson the, Theater is a, right? absolutely a, gorgeous. A have you ever theater? been to that theater?
1: I don't think I have. It's, oh, it's my, awesome.
3: just one time. You just have to go one time. Like I seats- think Robinson
1: is too good for me.
3: It is it's <laughs> everything too good but I'm telling you right now. So you I'm should, more
1: of an Edgewood Town Center kind. No. Of guy. You
0: should go there and then go to Blaze Pizza. You could, well, or if you go online and <laughs> yes. buy your tickets online, you can order your food from the theater online, and they have pizza and they'll bring it right to your chair. I, uh, well, actually, the you could do that at the Manaka yeah. one. Uh-huh. Yeah, you oh, can. Yeah. They'll bring
3: you your snacks and all your food and your drinks and everything yep. to your seat. Yep. at wow. the Manaka one though. Oh. At our at
0: our shitty theater. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, I that's where that. I
1: saw this one. Michelle, what did you think of the movie
0: I thought it was I thought it was stupid funny like it was yeah. I mean people were like oh I'm never gonna see the Barbie mover or, movie or I loved it but it was one of those things by the 20 minutes in my kids and I were laughing out loud a, it was just, yeah. it was just kind movie. of funny people would get
1: upset about it
0: it was Barbie I mean and, I love- my, and we pointed out that when my kids were little that's how we played with dolls like you know they throw them they, they toss them they don't you know yeah. they don't don't tell me too much away. I haven't seen I, it.
1: I went into it without expecting anything I heard a lot of people were into it I laughed out loud a lot yeah La- they yeah. need to do the hashtag <laughs> laugh out loud. Not laugh funny. out loud. Because the whole that is thing with Ryan Gosling was hilarious He's with so it. if you watch it with horses and stuff. It's so
0: the funny. Mojo Dojo. <laughs> house. <Yeah>. Oh my <laughs> god, dojo. I've seen the memes. Casa like, house. <laughs> yeah, all the guys. Mojo Dojo house. Yeah, so fun. It was really. It was good. It was. It had a good message too for for women. Not to take it there. Oh yeah, no. Just had a good message for women. You know, just to be a good role model that that things are different for everyone. So, but I would see it again for sure, and we would get dressed up again. Yeah, for
1: sure. Could I Did you I, wear
0: pain, Chris?
1: I didn't. I <laughs> I actually wore all black. Which is yeah. funny because I wore black jeans and a black t shirt. Which, if you watch the movie at one point, all the Kens dressed in all black. Ball black. Yeah. Oh, so I love that. It did it was, look like I yeah. was That's there for my fourth wear. time and I was like, I'm Team Ken. Don't lie. Don't lie. Yeah. Yeah. You were there. <laughs> I would probably go see it again. I'm not even lying. Yeah. It wasn't bad. So, uh, let's see. Uh, let me touch on these two real quick. Shay, I have a garbage truck and I have a roll of toilet paper. Which I one see that. Uh, tickles your fancy more? Because. Um, The toilet paper. The toilet paper. Okay. I want to get both of your opinions. We'll get Brandon's opinion later on because uh, we want to hear his voice in it. Uh, So I'll ask him later. And I want to know if I'm a hero, which that's what I think I am, a hero, or am I overstepping my boundaries? Because I am a, as you see in the picture here, which you need to watch YouTube and see the pictures, um, we have the toilet paper going over top it's
0: wrong it's so wrong what it's wrong oh. i do not expect that response oh. from you there could be a spider under there, there you're an a under bug. kind of person that, there could oh. be anything sitting under that piece of, little piece of toilet paper a bug anything i mean you're gonna reach your hand there and grab that toilet paper maybe maybe like a centipede hiding in there no.
3: i think the same thing <laughs> could happen if it was under because now it's behind the whole entire roll yeah, underneath if roll that down, if there's
0: something there it's just gonna fall on the floor and crawl away this way it's probably ending in your hand
1: Shay, you're doing the worst thing you can do, and that's argue with logic. Okay? <laughs> it would be the exact same thing, just a mirror image.
2: <laughs>
1: and I remember seeing something, and, and it stuck with me, and it's so true. Beards are cold, mullets are not, man. It goes over the front. Not yeah. from the back. I agree. And if you look up the pat, Michelle, okay? <laughs> uh, the way that it was invented is over the top, okay? So that's the way it was meant to be. Okay. That wait. being said, I'm very passionate about this, okay? You are. I, I always do that. Yes. If just at home will put it the other way, I change it. Now, this is why I asked, <laughs> do I go over the top? Because now, I do it other places, man. I'll no, do it in don't. public places. If I go to your house, Shay, do you have it wrong... I'm fixing I'll it. Fix it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll fix it. I'll fix it because it's wrong. Okay?
0: <laughs> do you go bathroom to bathroom and fix it? Or do you just like go to the main I don't bathroom?
1: like go out with the intent on finding it's like the owl's on our set, man. I don't go out looking for an owl. But, but if, you find if it, I find you, one then I'll f- then I'll do it. Yeah. And if I find toilet paper that is uh wrong. under I don't want to call myself a hero. <laughs> But it might Michelle, fit. You should
3: have us over one day, just yeah, for no reason at all. Sure. Well, I, I, I know what I'm
0: going to do. The mess with you, Chris, if you come over, all the toilet paper going to go backwards. Oh, I get so. Do you upset agree? Same
3: it. thing with the paper towels.
0: Oh, my paper towels never make it to the roll. They just
1: like, you know
3: how down. like you have the under the counter.
1: It, it would be the same if I did, but the way I have them are vertical. So yeah, I, guess, I have the vertical yeah. ones yeah. too. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, if I yeah.
1: did, I would. I would. Yeah, I'm it's consistent. It's easier to
3: rip. Yeah. It's easier to rip I if can it's over them
0: too fast. I just rip it, and I use them so fast. Yeah. Michelle, okay, I everything
1: you have to say is bullshit. As long as you say it's under, man. <laughs> everything after that, I'm I don't care. i you pictures of my bathroom. So yeah. right home He'll have uh, a panic attack. I know, I know. I will.
2: I will. It will make me very anxious.
3: Yeah. I'm going to need you to fix it and send me a picture again that it's fixed. That's funny. That you can do what you want with it. It
1: bothers me too much, which brings me to the last point, Shay. We have the garbage truck. And it's not just the garbage, man. I'm not pointing out anything about the garbage, man. I'm a big fan of my garbage being taken away. (laughs) I'm a big fan, man. (laughs) That's me saying things while I'm trying to listen to the video. So I'm a big fan, okay? What I don't like is them taking my shit out, which, okay, maybe I should start from the beginning. My beef with them. They will only take shit out of my garbage can that's in a plastic bag. I put things in a paper bag. Nah. They don't take it? I had all the garbage from... I went to Gecko the other day, and they give you paper bags. I had all the trash from my car. I threw it in the paper bag, throw it in, throw it in the garbage can. Uh-uh. So they, they said pound salt. It needs to be in a garbage bag. I'm
3: sorry. So they touch it with their hands and grab everything out? Why I don't thought they, they just, just grabbed
1: the thing it and, dump and it. dumped it. But I guess no. So I guess this is uh, the, the war they're wagering and whatever. It's stupid, but, you know, I, whatever. I'll throw it in a plastic bag. What I don't like, Shay... I put my garbage cans at the end of the driveway, man. When you're done with them, you put don't them need to throw them 40 feet away. Put them back. You don't need to drop kick Agreed. them. Put them back. You don't need to take the lid and throw it to the east and take the fucking garbage can and throw it to the west. Okay, you don't need to do any of that.
3: That doesn't make any sense to me because if they're not picking up, picking it up and dumping it, then why the hell isn't it a different If it. It's in a different spot. Like, if you're just taking the trash out of it and throwing the trash bags away, then the trash can itself should actually never fucking They're taking move. it out
1: with such haste and malice and they that kick the it. garbage can flies away, That's man. That's great. But that brings me to my bigger point, Shay. It's not just that, man. Okay. It's nothing about that, man. If you fell, if you were had that job, you'd fall into the same complacency, okay? Yeah. You'd do the same thing. Right. The issue is not having competition. That's what I think. Because... There's only one garbage can in that uh, garbage guy that yeah. can do the area. Yeah. He's a monopoly, man. He'll do what he wants. What? I don't like it. What? Am I going to go somewhere else? I can't. Yeah. Same with the fucking Comcast and Bellevue and shit. Okay. You don't like the internet? Fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it Sorry doesn't matter. It. The whole, th- there was one other one. Fuck. What did I have? Oh. The DMV, man. The DMV is the worst. What? You're going to oh go somewhere God. else and get your license? You can't do it. Everywhere, and it's mostly government and stuff like that, where it's like you can't go anywhere else, the customer service you. suffers greatly, man. Uh-huh. I
3: agree. I agree. That's I'm not for it, man. Statement. No. It's, I'm, the, I'm your one and only, so I'm going to do what I want and not, and not get in trouble. And mean, I'm like?
1: not bashing these people or anything, but it does seem to be that the, the, the places where you don't have your option... You know, if I go to McDonald's and I don't like it, I'll go to Wendy's, not in Bellevue, obviously. I'll obviously. go to Burger King or whatever. Yeah. I won't go to Dairy Queen and Beaver. Right. You know, we were talking about this earlier. There's certain places I won't go, but you can go somewhere else, man. Yeah. But with you this. Choices. I can't Options. go. I can't get Xfinity and Comcast in certain areas. No. It's wild, Shay. that's annoying. Yeah. Jeez. So I feel like, I think people should take more pride in what they do, though. Yeah. It's not like, it's the, I don't, you know, you're not going to do anything else, so fuck you kind of thing. Right. I don't like it, man. No. I'm taking the time to put my paper bag in a plastic bag for you, man. Don't dropkick my
3: trash. That's annoying. We don't even have trash cans on my street. Like, you don't put anything in a trash can. You literally just have to put your your trash bag out on the road. I don't get how
1: every, like, municipality or whatever borough you're in, like, the garbage is so different. I don't understand with everything. When I
3: lived in Beaver, on the like just the street that I lived on, it wasn't all of Beaver. It was the street that I lived on. You weren't allowed to take your trash cans to the, to the sidewalk. The tr- the garbage men, go, to go. They go to the back of your house. They drag your trash can to the front
1: and then dump throw in. it across the street. No,
3: they have yeah. to take it back. Oh no, it might be thrown back there, <laughs> yeah. but it, they have to take it back. You're not allowed to take it to the just just because of the street that I lived on. And now where I live right now. You don't have a trash can. You just take your bag, which sucks. Thank God I live alone, because my trash doesn't get filled up like a parent's trash for somebody who has like multiple person, people in their house. It's because I can only take my trash out once a week. Yeah, and like that's that's that. And since I have raccoons, it's not like I can put it on the back porch. It's real yeah. weird. Trash time is really weird. It doesn't make sense. It's not consistent town to town
1: it's not Shay I agree with you a thousand percent but I'm looking at the time and we definitely we're like 22 <laughs> minutes in we gotta definitely hit the beard so we can get on Soul that
3: paper and trash cans
1: yeah man I'm glad we're all copacetic on that and we all agree with me I me no
3: more
1: I need a beer I need a beer
4: if you're drinking well you know that you're my friend and I'll say I think I have myself a beer
1: I need a beer I need a beer This week we have from Hitchhiker, Faux Real, Hazy IPA, with Nelson, Cashmere, and Simcoe Hops. Shay, we'll start with you, as always. We use the Guy Fieri Flavor Ranking System. It's a four-star system. From one star to four stars, we start with one star, Gangster, two stars, Out of Bounds, three stars, Shut the Front Door, and number four, the highest you can get, Flavortown. Shay, your beer this week...
3: So it's giving off uh, similar vibes to um, to last week's, because I know I talked a lot about the can last week and, like, the octopus and stuff, and it's giving off octopus vibes, but I don't think that that's what it's supposed to be, um, due to the fact that there's spaceships on it, um, but that's what it's giving off. Now, the taste of it's really, really good. Um, it doesn't have, like, any type of, like, really fruity taste, but it doesn't taste severely, like hoppy where it's like you're right kind of like that dirty you're right that. For, for a hazy it's not yeah. very fruity no it's not it's not very fruity it just tastes it tastes like a, a high class ipa like yeah it's good i like it i'll drink the whole thing we're actually already halfway through it um i think for this one i do really like it but i do think i'm gonna go out of bounds for this one i mean
1: yeah. it is
4: out of bounds
3: but I like it. It's good. It's what, 5.5%? 5.5. 5. Yeah, 5.5. Yeah. Like it. It's good. I'll finish the whole thing before the show's It kind
1: of tastes a little bit more than 5.5, 5, mm-hmm. but it's it's that whole IPA thing, and then you find out it's a little bit lower. A lot of times you, you get it the other way, which is dangerous, where it's yeah. like, like, the for a bigger um, craft beer place, like Southern Tier, they have that two-time haze, which is 8.2%, although they're two times, or all like that. They don't taste like it. No, they're dangerous. I can agree with that. It, yeah. This one, if if I didn't taste it, I would think it was like 6.2, 6.4. It's five point five. It's it's slightly more than a light beer. Um, and I agree with you. It's it's definitely not as fruit forward as you would think. No, for most. But beers.
3: the aftertaste is really good. You can actually feel it calm down. Like when you first sip it, like you you like you can really taste it. But then once that taste starts to kind of go down and just sits on your tongue, you can actually feel it like drop.
1: Yeah, like. You get that initial that, yeah. flavor on your palate, and then once you get it, it's It gets like, really yeah. calm. Yeah.
0: yeah. I like it.
1: Absolutely. Michelle, what are we going with?
0: Listen to you guys and your beer lingo. Oh, my God. I she, I'm she, literally I, a professional now. I can't
1: Why? believe Shay. I can't believe <laughs> Shay, man. Would you do a
0: comparison to the
3: very first time I explained a fucking beer? You were beer? drinking
1: no cap crab apple <laughs> uh, <laughs> Natty Light. The first one, man.
3: Grow <laughs> up. It when was, I drank, man. I
0: was drinking Natty Light. It was
1: I sours. Know. It was because Natty I Light didn't...
0: sours. And fireball yeah. probably behind your chair. Yeah,
3: no, Fireball always, all the yeah. time. I just stopped, stopped that recently.
1: Fireball?
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, having that. it on the show. Oh. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was going to say, I was going to ask you if we wanted to the shot earlier. <laughs> um, Michelle, what are we going with for...
0: Yeah, I agree. It's not as hoppy, which I'm not, I'm not a big hoppy type of person, but I'm going to go with shut the front door because I feel like it has a lighter front door. Shut the front front door. And yeah. I would probably drink a second one of these. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I, I, I enjoy
3: the fact that I can taste it, like go down a little bit, like, like you know, dissolve out the no. taste.
1: I like it. Um, I'm a big hazy IPA guy. I like the fruitier one. So... While I like it, it's not my favorite. It's it's lacking in some flavor that I would normally like, so I'm going. I mean, it is out of bounds. But like you were saying, it tastes like a really quality IPA. Yeah. But for a hazy one, I kind of want something a little more almost tropical vibe. I agree. Not that I expect that, but that's, you know,
3: it's mm-hmm. my power. That's what I want.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. You know what? Let's... Uh, Let's talk to Michelle. Michelle, you have uh, five spots, five outdoor places, right? I do.
0: I've found some five great outdoor places and talking about tropical, some of these places will like take you like you're on vacation emotionally, at least while I you're eating. That. Yeah, so I let me that. know whenever your photos are
1: up. Oh uh, yeah, you're good.
0: Okay. So the first one I want to tell you guys about is called Redfin Blues. Mm-hmm. And it's a seafood ish place that's on, on the north side, right on the water. And it's a restaurant that's built right into a marina. Yeah. So if you get there early enough and you get a place on their beautiful deck, which I think there's a photo of if you're watching, there's boats that are parking there. There's boats coming in and out. You've got a great view of the bridge and boats going underneath the bridge, like going back and forth. And it has a real summer vibe. Like the, the deck feels summery. It made me feel like I wanted to be at the beach or at the lake somewhere. And so I ended up with the grilled shrimp, the lime shrimp, because mm-hmm. what, what's more beachy I think than I, that? Yeah, I agree. So I got the appetizer of the, of the grilled shrimp and they came on a skewer and they had like a spicy dipping sauce on the side, which was really, really good. I also got the calamari. They look like onion rings if you're mm-hmm. looking at the picture, but they were huge. They're like the size of, literally, the size of an onion ring, and they oh, came no. with a spicy aioli sauce, mm-hmm. and they were so amazing. I had to ask, so I asked the waitress if they if they battered them there, but they do not. But despite that, they were still pro- probably some of the best calamari I've ever had in the area. They weren't fishy at all.
1: Did they do a sauce with
0: them? Yeah, it was like a spicy aioli sauce.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, just said that. No, that's
0: okay. I love, I love but the, So there were two aioli. there were two spicy sauces on the table. So I was just mixing the shrimp sauce. With the you know the, the calamari sauce, and it was very good. Mm-hmm. And because I felt like I was on vacation, and there was kind of like music playing, and there was a little tropical bar at the restaurant behind me. I ended up getting the grilled chicken salad with pineapple. It was called the Hawaiian oh. Bowl. Oh, and it was it was different. I mean, it had like a honey mustard dressing and had some nuts on top of it. The grilled chicken was very light. It was it went down really easy. So I got one to go, like to an extra one to take home, and it didn't make it home very well, probably because the <laughs> pineapple, you know, like maybe dissolved the lettuce a little bit. Maybe it was too acidic. But this is Redfin Blues. Uh, I r- highly recommend it for lunchtime.
1: I have two things. Yep. One question for you, and then one comment. Uh, for Redfin Blues, that whole area, there's like a whole walking path. You can yep, rent a bike and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really nice down there. There's some like you've um, been there. Yeah, I've I've gone on a walk down there. I haven't eaten there, but I've gone on a walk down yeah. there, taking pictures and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's like a bridge, and you can rent bikes. Like I was just saying, it's cool over there. Um, uh, comment. My question. Oh, that's what it was with the pineapple. Are you a pineapple on pizza kind of girl?
0: Uh, I, I mean, I, I won't. I won't refuse it if it's on there. If it, there's a pizza in front of me, that has pineapple, but I'm not yeah. going to order it that way. That's exactly
1: how I am. Good answer. But I, I yeah. would eat
0: it too, but it's, it's, I'm it's, not going to order it paper yeah. Then? Yeah. Yeah. If I Did she redeem herself from the, from the yeah. toilet paper, <laughs> paper comment? No.
1: no, not yet. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> as long as you always get two plate, because that's, that's 20. 20. the one thing. Like you can't, you can't cheap out on the toilet paper, man.
0: Oh god. That's you got to
1: take care of the anus. that takes care of you, Shay. Let's go so, to number four. What kind of, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. what kind of,
3: so, I just want one question. What kind yeah. of sauce was on? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is my Siri? Siri. T- <laughs> <laughs> Siri just wants to be a part of things. Is Siri's Sweet. just talking to us. What was the question? About the um, what kind of sauce was on your salad? What kind of dressing was on the salad? It was
0: a honey mustard dressing.
3: Did you like that with the sweetness of the pineapple? Or I would you prefer something spicy? I would have
0: preferred something maybe lighter, like a olive oil with maybe poppy
1: seed or, oh, okay, or like yeah. a lemon
0: vinaigrette or something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, lemon yeah. vinaigrette, just because it, it had a tropical feel to it because of the pineapple. Yeah.
1: But what about a it, habanero vinaigrette?
0: I would have, or yeah, that, or I would have like
2: liked
3: something like super salty or super spicy, yeah, something completely, with completely
0: switched, like opposite of the pineapple. It was, yeah, but like yeah. I said, the place was good. I can't wait to go back. I hope to make it back before the end of the summer just because it just really gives that vacation vibe yeah
1: all right let's go to number four
0: number four um Coughlin's Law and uh it's called Coglin's Law Beer and Ale House it's up on Mount Washington okay. and it's it's been there for quite a few years uh, they're really well known for their brunch boards so you go with a group or go with a couple, and then they have they give you the board. You order the board; it has the pancakes and you know massive amounts of bacon. Is it like family
1: style with family enough for style, multiple on their brushes. people? brushes,
0: I didn't go for that. Yeah. I went up separately um, for the view. They have a nice deck on the outside that they put a, a cover on a couple of years ago, and. You can see the pictures. Oh my And it God. does, even though it's not, like, on the end of Mount Washington, like where Altius and some of those higher-end restaurants are, it still has a really good view of the city. Yeah. And the parking's not that hard there, and the, and the restaurant's very reasonably priced. I
1: feel like if you go to a restaurant where they have that metal fry container, that cup... It's going to be good. It means they're going to charge t- two more dollars for every burger. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But well, that burger... <laughs> buy that makes it $14 or no it's a chicken sandwich, sandwich
0: it's a burger um it oh, was that shit. burger looks insane though it's the yeah. codlin's burger yeah. and it had cheese on it it had cheddar it was smoked cheddar arugula pickles and smoked aioli and when it came out down at the bottom right if people were watching there looks like a little dome was smoking yeah. it yeah. that was the service that's how they brought it to me and i the burger the burger was under there. Oh, dome. wow. It was smoked under there. I guess the bartender had smoked it maybe as they smoke a drink yeah. there. Um, I, wasn't, I, didn't, I wasn't expecting that. So yeah. my, the foodie in me was like, oh, my God, panic. Um, so she lifted <laughs> the lid before I had a chance to take a picture of the smoke coming out. So I did have the, the one picture here but didn't actually get a video of the, yeah. the awesomeness. But it was, it was kind of a cute presentation considering this is mostly a bar restaurant on yeah. the top of Mount Washington. I also had the beer-braised cauliflower tacos. Oh okay. they were so good. I mean you think oh okay, cauliflower, but that was really tasty. Yeah. It had like pickled vegetables on it. it, had some avocado, it was very light. In fact ooh, see that? I did. <laughs> it was very light. Um <laughs> Some bug just died on me. Um, I
1: ate all three. This has been a disaster <laughs> all day. Just the, the Wi-Fi. We have Siri yelling at us. I don't know. There's bugs don't attacking us. Our name. pets' heads are falling <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> oh God. I don't know. I mean, They have all kinds of burgers there, though. And like I said, they're well-known for their brunch on the weekends um, and that view. So if you get there early enough. If, now, if you don't get there early enough, they do have a bar. They have like doors that open to the outside patio facing yeah. the street. So there is a lot of outdoor dining there other than this dining. But if you're lucky, you get to see the city. Whenever Uh you get there.
1: All right. Let's go to number three.
0: So, um, OTB in North Park, so Over the Bar, is a restaurant in North Park. They also have one in Hastings in Upper St. Clair, and it's the same menu. Oh, they okay. Have, so there's more than one. I didn't know so, that. There's one in North Park, and so it's in the old boathouse. Um, right. With the pictures, I know that one. Yeah. So they, you can rent out canoes there or bikes, and then the restaurants inside the building. But they have this wonderful outdoor patio, and as, to my recollection, it was one of the only patios that stayed open during COVID. So they had heaters out there. So if you wanted to eat during COVID, you were allowed to go outside, you know, by yourself or with your friends or whatever, and eat. But they have fire pits that fill up very quickly. Um, they also, like I said, have one in Hastings in Upper St. Clair. It's built a little bit different. It has a giant back patio instead of this, or they have music, um, but the, the menu is generally the same. Yeah. So I um I got the, we started with the pretzels, and they actually make them here locally at the pretzel shop downtown. They serve it with this yummy beer cheese, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I stacked them like that, but they didn't last very long. They're nice and soft. I like a, I like a hot pretzel, so I don't. We like. To I eat hot pretzel.
1: my like if you would look at my diet of the last like three months, my soft pretzel intake has gone up four hundred percent. So good, right? Mm-hmm. I've like just been They're eating so those. So good. And since Abby Elias has been on, and we were talking about Joey Chestnut hot dog eating. I've just been making hot dogs with like putting nacho <laughs> cheese on them. They're so good. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Like
2: yeah. And bun. then I
1: laid. Yeah. And then I go to bed. And then yeah. I wonder why my stomach is it's just like, yeah. like, destroyed. Like I
0: mean, yeah. obviously
1: buffalo chicken and nacho cheese, and then immediately laying down?
0: Oh, yeah, not a good
1: idea at all. I mean,
0: unless you're going to down that with a couple shots of something. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, sense. so definitely <laughs> stop it.
0: So they're, they're my per- preference at the, at the OTBs are their burgers are really, really, really good. They're known for their Dirt Rag um, Delight Burger, and that's named after a Dirt Rag magazine, which is a bicycle magazine, because it's a bicycle-themed bar. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get that one, but they slather peanut butter on it. Oh. It's so oh. good. I mean, they put American cheese, pickles, peanut butter. My on, brother does that. It's the so good. Burger. It's in the. the Did peanut, you like it with peanut butter? I've had it before, and yes, I do like it with peanut butter. It's something about the peanut butter and the pickle mix, like the salt from yeah. the peanut. And they make the peanut butter there themselves; they hand grind it, which oh, is kind of no. cool. But this time around, I got the trail burger, which was stacked with really thick cut bacon, um, onion, fried onion straws, which made all the difference that day, mm-hmm. um, and tomato slices, and, and it had uh, uh, aioli on the top as well. And it serves with their house made chips, and their chips are the bomb. So I like french fries, but if they have a house-made chip, I'm totally getting that, and I'm Mm -hmm. dipping it in ranch. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, ranch for sure. So we had ranch all over the table, or beer, cheese, or whatever. The chips were dipped in in lots of things. And then we also got the Rachel Carlson, which is the buffalo chicken wrap. The buffalo chicken was tossed... And and buffalo sauce, obviously, and served with a warm pita. And it had a side of chips as well. Oh, and a pita. And it was was nice and warm pita, Mm. too. And they also served with ranch. Mm -hmm. So, again, the place has a great view. The food's pretty good. I recommend the burgers there. They always come out really nice.
1: I've kayak there it's cool you oh, can do a lot cool. of things there you can just walk around it's a nice little They've area i think fi- they they have like a thing in like the trees there like they some kind of like uh, i don't know what it is it's i don't know was- if it's a zip line or some kind of thing it's
0: like one of those tree top things where you can like balance through the trees like, oh, that there might be is? a zip line to get down yeah. um it, you have to look online to have an extra ta- an
1: extra cost to that
0: um i've never done it i never will because i'm yeah. terrified of heights <laughs> but you can do kayaks there you can do um paddle boards there yeah there's a path around the lake that's three miles, the one that's five miles. Wow. I love North Park. I used to live up that way. All right. Let's get to number two. So we're now on to Fish Norfowl, which is a Richard Deschamps um, property, and he's the one that owns Taco. Yeah. And meat and potatoes. Oh, and I love meat and potatoes. He has like
1: eight super good restaurants. So many. Every <laughs>
0: restaurant, everything he opens is gold. Like yeah. seriously gold. And this is a newer concept. It's on Penn Avenue. You can see the pretty outdoor dining if you're watching. It's, it's slightly covered, so if it's a sunny day, you don't have to worry too much about it. He's got cute little red chairs and a great mural painted on the wall with a fish on there yeah. to look at. And the problem was the day that we went there, we were in the middle of that Canadian fog. Yeah. And they wouldn't let us sit outside. So although we enjoyed the meal and took pictures outside, we didn't get to sit out there. Um, the difference between this one and some of the other ones is there is a road right in front of it.
2: So Camp, I can't trust the noise,
0: Where the other ones are kind of off the beaten path. Yeah. Um. So when we got there, we were, I had already stocked the menu, so I knew exactly what I wanted. And Of course, when I got there, it was not on the menu anymore. So they do, that would be so it was, upsetting, it was so frustrating. But you know, it's just a warning. So they do rotate their menu pretty regularly yeah. to keep it fresh. But we started with their um their focaccia bread. And you have to order that. They don't give it to you for free. And they came with a great dipping oil. But we just because you know we went to pump things up, we got the white bean hummus, mm-hmm. which was white beans with lemon and uh, sun dried tomatoes. Okay, it had a little bit of oil inside. It's that puddle on the plate if you can see it. Yeah, um, it was so good. It was super smooth. Uh, I tried to replicate this at home with my blender. I tried it with a Ninja. I've tried it with a hand chopper. I cannot replicate the smoothness of those beans, but I currently have three cans of white beans sitting on my counter, I will try again (laughs) this weekend because it was so good. I'm definitely going to have to go back. Um, We also got the spicy meatballs that were in a marinara sauce, and it was served with garlic bread. And I don't eat a lot of pasta. I'm a meat eater, but I ordered – the bucatini pasta there yeah. because I had just come back from vacation and we had bucatini pasta at a high-end restaurant in Washington, D.C. So I'm like, i got to try this out. And I don't know if you know what bucatini pasta is, but it's almost like has a, it's hollow inside. Mm-hmm. So when you cook it, it kind of plumps up and it gives a real meaty bite. So it's mm-hmm. delicious. And this pasta had a marinara sauce on it, which had um, pork cheek, like jowl oh. meat in there. Um, I also had pecorino cheese. It had San Mar- Marzo. Is it Marzo? San Marzo. You yeah, so. tomato, something like that. Were good onions, yeah, was, the good ones, onions. It was the good ones, <laughs> the ones, the ones you buy in the expensive section of the grocery <laughs> store, not the kind you know, buy tomato not pasta. The normal people,
3: right. tomato, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. But the pasta was so thick, you know, just it just rolled up, and I could eat mm-hmm. that all day, every day, and you know that would make me a pasta eater for sure. Uh, I would definitely go back to this place again. I would like to sit outside and see what it was like, but that pasta was. That's what my
3: mom says. She's obsessed with bucatini pasta. So good. She has a specially order I've it. Actually,
0: brought some in. Yeah, I should have probably oh, man, cooked I it. You did that. It's almost like a pasta straw. Yeah, with a little. It's hole literally it. it's literally a pasta straw. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm. I brought it. I didn't think we were gonna eat it, but who knows? <laughs> we'll boil it later. But yeah, so I brought it in. I had to get this on Amazon because I wasn't able to find it anywhere. But it just says bucatini, product of Italy, and has a big giant fourteen. So I don't know if that's the size of the pasta. I'm not.
1: You know, maybe yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure a pasta why. expert. It so. might be fourteen inches.
0: Mm, maybe. Well, when you think of like
3: a if you put a dollar bill it against it, yeah, one. yeah.
0: I don't know. We'll go to number one. So number one again. So this place is called Magnolia, Magnolia and Pine, and it's in Gibsonia. So it's a little bit up in the North Hills, a little bit out of the way. Uh, it's still pretty new. restaurant. It's not even quite a year old, but their outdoor seating is the bomb. And what makes it, they've got multiple fire pits, and they've got lots of umbrellas out there. We sat near the bar area, which which is a covered patio area, but still outside. And the thing that makes it so nice is it's completely covered with trees in the back. Like there's no oh, there's no closed nice. highway. The yeah. whole back was so there's a fence. There's the tables, but then there's all these beautiful grown trees. It's not like small trees. I mean, like a forest. Yeah. And the food was really good. The service was really nice. When we got there, we, of course, had, had calamari on the menu, so I can't pass that up. So we ordered the calamari. They hand that in the restaurant. Mm. What kind of
1: sauce did they do with that one?
0: That was like, it was a spicy chipotle sauce. And mm. then if you're looking at the picture, you can see in the back end there's like, like fried shrimp, and that's what that was. It was beer-battered shrimp. It came with... The calamari, yeah. um, we could have just ate the whole plate of calamari. It was it was it was really really good. I don't know if it was as good as the red blues ones, but it was still worthy of a shout out. And then we ordered the mussels in that tomato based sauce with garlic bread, mm. and those were perfectly cooked. They weren't gritty. At all, um, you know. Sometimes you get a muscle, and it's yeah. just a little bit gritty. They were just really lovely, and you know, we dipped the bread, and we were still hungry. <laughs> so we ended up with the BLT, which is the sandwich sitting there, which was by yeah. far the most beautiful thing on the table. It was thick-cut bacon with cheese on a Texas toast-like bread, and then it was served with you know, a pretty good portion of French fries. And we cut it in half just so you could see it. And mm-hmm. yeah, that bacon is—I would have never guessed that that was bacon. It's, it's so, extremely so thick. thick. Yeah, so thick. A triple-layer bacon sandwich, and that's like that's like heaven right there. And then because somebody had to be healthy at the table, we ordered the Mediterranean salad and that came with a giant grilled chicken breast and had all the good stuff on it. The good olives, it wasn't cheap. They didn't cheap out on anything. It had all the green olives and black olives and the ones that you would like with feta cheese on the salad. Mm. So that's my five top picks. I hope to make it back to all five of them, to be quite honest. I can't say that I would pick a favorite. Out of these groups, yeah. But I think everyone, if you're looking for a little vibe some, of summer, then you know check out one of these places for sure. And I'll have some pictures on my posted on my page the next couple of days, in case people were just listening.
1: Yeah, definitely, Michelle. Please tell everybody where they can find you and find all your pictures and anything else.
0: So you can find me on Instagram at Pittsburgh Foodie Girls at Pittsburgh underscore Foodie underscore Girls. And yeah, I post pretty regularly there. And sometimes we have contests for giveaways from different restaurants. But I love trying new stuff around the Berg. And if anybody has a suggestion for me, uh, feel free to reach out and let me know. I I, I was actually at a barbecue contest this weekend. I uh, was just
1: going to say, Michelle, and yeah. like in like a minute, tell us about the barbecue. Yeah. Thing.
0: So we, uh, um, it was Busy Beaver Hardware. They have this. This is their second annual barbecue contest. They asked me to be a judge, and it was a pretty big deal. Uh, and I didn't know I had to talk until I got there. So thank God for this podcast, or else I'd probably like passed out like a, like a fainting goat. Right. But, um, they had thir- they had sixteen. Thank God for this podcast sorry, yet 11, again. They had eleven competitors. <laughs> they each had to make a chicken wing. Yeah. A burger. And a rib, and we had to taste every one of them. So there were 33 tastings. Oh, my and God. I was actually judging along with Charlie Batch. So there's on the panel with me. So we had oh a really God. good time. And I, hopefully they invite me back again. Hopefully so they I want
1: do. chicken, beef, and pork. Ch-
0: chicken, beef, and pork. I like that. Yeah, but they were most of it was smoke, so I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I like smoked wings, and, and I like ribs. But by the time I got to the end of the ribs, a lot of that stuff was tasting a lot alike. But those burgers, let me tell you something. I'm still thinking about some of them. Those burgers were yeah. so good. Oh my god, they were so I talented. Am. So think. How and did you
3: I, feel judging? Was it like? Was it hard? Was it fun?
0: It, it wasn't hard. No, it wasn't hard until like the group started like like, coming towards us, like, because I can almost tell, because it was blind, I didn't know whose was whose, they yeah. just gave it by number, but, you know, I, was, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings, and I yeah. did walk around in advance and check out what people were doing, because I wanted to know who had their own sauce, and yeah. who was using bottled sauce, and stuff like that, so we did have an audience, you know, my daughters were there, I think they were cheering me on, but they were, mm-hmm. I was definitely giving <laughs> them the big Charlie
1: Batch, guys. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yeah, <laughs> right?
0: But it was a lot of fun, Busy Beaver sponsored a nice event, and hopefully they'll do it again next year, and invite me back. Oh, yeah, that sounds awesome. really
1: fun. That's so fun. Yep. Well, thank you very much oh, for coming welcome. on, telling I us all enjoy those. this. Yeah, it's always so good. Like mm-hmm. I said, the pictures are great. Make sure everybody listening, please go out there, follow uh, oh, yeah. Pittsburgh underscore foodie underscore girls underscore, follow Michelle, <laughs> all her pictures, all that good stuff. We'll tag her and all that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We'll do the weekend update uh, PGH with Courtney from Stealing Pittsburgh, and then we'll be back with Brandon Johnson. So uh, thank you. I'm Steve Hofstetter, and you are listening to the Poor Man's Podcast, and you should know that already because you are the one
4: listening.
5: Hey, what's up, guys? Courtney from Stealing Pittsburgh here, back with another preview of the upcoming Weekend Update PGH for this week. We have an absolutely packed weekend ahead, so here are a few things I'm very excited about. If you love to go out dancing but don't want to pull an all-nighter, definitely check out the In Bed by 10 dance party at Spirit Hall this Friday. Boogie to the best contemporary and classic 80s and 90s hits from 6 to 9, and then wrap up your evening and be back in your cozies by 10. A $10 donation at the door goes to support Just Harvest, a nonprofit fighting against hunger in Allegheny County, so a super fun evening for a great cause. On Saturday, you can catch me at the Barrel and Flow Festival, located at the Stacks at Three Crossings in the Strip District. If you're new to Barrel & Flow, it's an annual celebration of brewing and art, showcasing black breweries, artists, and small businesses. The day will feature exclusive collaboration beers, live performances, vendors, local eats, and much more. It's my personal favorite beer festival and was recently voted America's as well by a USA Today reader poll. The event runs from 12 to 9 on Saturday. Ticket and more event info can be found at BarrelAndFlow.com. Finally, I'd be remiss as your resident disco fanatic, not to mention Disco Sunday Disco happening at Trace Brewing this Sunday. I mean, everybody loves a Sunday fun day to chase away the scary, so do a little dance and drink a little beer from 4 to 9 p.m. in the beer garden. As usual, the full weekend update PGH with more than 30 things to do each weekend will be live this coming Thursday. Be sure to follow at Stealing Pittsburgh, that's S-T-E-E-L-I-N-G Pittsburgh on Instagram and TikTok for what to eat, drink, and do locally.
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. The Weekend Update PGH with Stealing Pittsburgh and Courtney. <laughs> that music just cut out. Like, I had the whole thing, and I was like, why the hell is it cutting out? I thought it was going to play out a little bit. But uh, follow her at Stealing Pittsburgh. She has uh, over 30 things every single week. Uh, something for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So definitely stop by, stop down. They have uh, In Bed by 10, Barrel and Flow. Definitely stop down for that. That's the number one. Um, beer music festival in the country. So number one in the country. So definitely stop down for that. And then you have Disco Sunday Disco. But we are back here at 565 Live. And joining us in the second half, we have comedian Brandon Johnson. Brandon, how are you tonight?
4: Excellent to be here. Excellent to be amongst you guys. And uh, looking forward to the show, man. I'm really happy to be here.
1: We're happy, happy to have time. you on, man. I, uh, I've i seen you at a million different uh, mics Mostly Willow. What the?
3: <laughs> I know, that was weird. Did
1: a, did a light just go <laughs> out? A light
3: just went light out, I don't know which out,
1: one. What is up so with weird. tonight? Every time we start recording, uh, I don't the, know. The Siri it's went off. Me.
4: I don't have those type of powers. Uh, if somebody, like Siri, uh, like Siri, uh, how do I survive this horror movie as a black man? Can you give me an answer? Siri? Siri? Uh, no Doesn't, answer. Look oh, go. Doesn't look good.
1: Nothing. Doesn't look good. But, yeah. <laughs>
3: Honestly, um, though, I it might it could possibly be the weather.
1: Oh, I keep forgetting that. It could that possibly be it, the weather. Uh, yeah, we're here, as I've said a million times, at 565 Speakeasy and Stage. Stop down for comedy on Thursday. Stop down for music on Friday, Saturday. Comedy is, I think, every other Thursday now, so stop down for that. But, yeah, we're, like, underground, so I completely forgot there was uh, yeah, it's some weather the, going on, right?
3: The winds are supposed to be, like, super insane. It, it's Yeah, it's supposed to be really bad. It's, like, a whole... Like the alert, severe thunderstorm situation,
1: and I feel like down here is probably the worst case scenario because the Wi Fi has been treating us like trash. Right, but we are here with Regardless, Brandon, like I we'll said a million audio, times. Right? I, yeah, no, everything everything's good to go, okay. but it's just it's just annoying. Yeah, but Brandon, uh, in the last what last week at Willow Station, you guys hit your one hundredth mic, right? Yes. We That's had, a huge
4: congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you, everybody. It's, uh, it is a big thing. Uh, a lot of mics get started different places uh, and then kind of come and go depending on ownership, uh, crowd size. A lot of things go into it. So I have to especially thank Dom over at Willow Station for entrusting me with hosting them and also my co-host, Joey Purse, and also Mark Shimkitz. Uh We really have a good thing. Going and uh, for 100 weeks, that's uh like two years. We started during the pandemic. Uh, he really did roll the dice with me. Um, he saw me perform at Hurry Up, Say Something Funny uh, over in Carnegie at uh, Apis Brewery. Shout out to Apis uh, Wine and Meadery. Uh, and I did so well there and stuck into his mind. He said, Hey, if I start. Comedy at my bar, I want you to be able to host. And I was like, hey, that's like the right kind of thing happened during the pandemic. We didn't know if. Things were going to come back to normal, what was going to be written, how things were going to go. We had an idea. We started to execute it and uh, just built a nice crowd Uh, over those 100 weeks. We had out-of-town comics drop in, headliners from the uh, improv drop in. A lot of our features that are over at the improv that you see regularly come to my mic. And uh, I'm really proud of the product that we have a chance to put out there.
1: Yeah, you're very you're very professional. If I can say anything, Brandon, you're very professional. You're there. It's it's one of those guys like he's there on time, he has everything ready. You know, he knows what he's doing and it yeah. just makes it easier for everyone else. And it makes it more legit. Like uh, if you go somewhere and they don't care, then it almost makes it feel like it's not like, why should I care? Right. They don't it, care. Yeah. Brandon, he's always super organized. Everything always goes super smooth. And he's super funny, which is probably <laughs> the most important. Uh, Brandon, I saw some pictures of you at the improv in the last couple weeks too, right?
4: Or Yes, you would be correct. Uh, on July 2nd, I had a chance to host for Clayton English. Uh, and the feature was done by uh, Eric Nesby. Uh, it was the first time officially uh, hosting, and it was his first time uh, featuring. And I followed Clayton English for like since before the pandemic, yeah. Uh, and we just stayed in touch through online. He went through some stuff, and then also he started getting into Hawkeye, the Marvel series. Uh, he got into 85 South show. He started to have a chance to develop that into now. It's like the number one comedy show streaming on Netflix is their special, and uh, we just stayed in touch, and the right opportunity came. I had a chance to host, rocked out with the crowd, Uh, looking forward to going back there and uh, doing more stuff with them, and uh, Clayton was just always professional, always hilarious, Uh, staying in touch with him, and he's got a lot of good projects coming up, too.
1: That's one of those things that you were just saying, like, so what, you you didn't really know beforehand that you were going to do it, you were just ready, and then you found out?
4: I, I was the best availability is whenever you have opportunity and just like being ready meet right so uh the regular Uh, host there Uh, he had to drop off for Sunday Um, it was actually that Friday I was coming off but don't tell show Mm -hmm. don't tell Pittsburgh done by Ronnie Fleming Uh, I really had a chance to crush that crowd there and uh, I decided to go over to the improv and uh, I sent him an email saying hey I'd like to be able to host for Clayton while he's in town Uh, couldn't do Saturday but then Sunday was like hey if you want to if you want to come by and host, there's an opportunity there for you, and uh, had a chance to meet it, riding this hot streak and yeah. uh, and uh, kept it going. Wow, I feel like that—that's kind of the point that I wanted to hit though—is
1: that just the opportunity came up and you were ready to go, and I think that's super cool. It's like uh-huh. w- w- you hear that a, a lot about when people are like, "Oh, he's lucky or whatever," it's like the chance and opportunity kind of thing, but like you have to be ready to go, and that opportunity came up and you did it, and you, like, you reached out, like, hey, I want to do this, and I think that uh, initiative and stuff, yeah. I uh, like, I respect that a 100%, but right. I feel like it shows, like, if you're willing to, like, actually put some effort in, like, you'd be amazed with, like, who will say yes to certain things, or, like, what you can do if you just, like, make an effort do to it. do it. Right, exactly. But, like, not to, like, sell it short. Like, oh, he was just there. Like, he was prepared. He had everything ready to go. And I just think that's super cool. And I think it's very professional, Brandon. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, uh, the, like, I keep going back to that. Not to, like, sell anything short of the comedy. Yeah. But I feel like the professional thing, like, because... When you, like, meet people and and people in entertainment and comedy, sometimes people flake out and sometimes they don't show up and sometimes they're inconsistent or not reliable. Right. And I think, like, with that, maybe it's just me personally because I'm OCD with that, but, like, I super <laughs> respect Brandon. Yeah. And, and, like, the work he puts in because he's there, he's consistent, he has the mics. A hundred weeks, that's a lot, that's man. A lot. That's, <laughs> that's a
3: lot. lot. Yeah. How does it feel? Does it feel like 100? Does it feel like a
4: lot? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. After a while, um, you get some newer comics, and uh, they haven't found uh, their consistent funny yet. You see pieces of it. Uh, You see some some guys that just want to go for the edginess, for the shock, and you're there through that whenever you hopefully find that breakthrough whenever they're able to put a lot of stuff together. And then also, like, the crowds. uh, Sometimes uh, we'll have people coming in from a rainstorm, coming in from a pirate game, coming in from a local community event, and they just want to sit down and drink. But if we're on there, and at least I'm giving them the best product that I can as far as setting up as many comedians as I can for success during the intros, as far as interacting with them to make sure that they're a part of the show, it mm-hmm. really just showing that care that you decided to come into Willow Station at all the places right. during my night, and we have a chance to provide you with some good comedy, please keep coming back. right? So, <laughs> right. Uh, once they see that, it's like, okay, Pirates, I could take people from the bar and we could win seven to six they're already getting blown out so i'm going to start paying attention to the stand-up or the pirates win they're they're feeling all right they may give a few extra tips to uh the bar staff and may give us some more attention and it's all good times Mm
3: -hmm. i did want to say i we were talking a little bit about this off the break i know we're kind of going backwards but i want to um touch on one of the stealing pittsburgh events what
4: was that what barrel blow
3: Brandon was talking about one of the events is one he's been to every single year. It's like his favorite yeah. thing to do.
4: Yeah, Barrel and Flow Fest is uh, one of the one of the ones I look forward to. I always try and get my ticket in advance, and it's the one that you get in uh, before everybody else's. So I had a chance to walk around and meet a lot of the brewers before the, the general audience does come in. Uh, it was started by my friends Dave Bracey and Ed Bailey, and uh, it was just an idea, and they had a chance to put pin. To sponsorship, to everything else, to actually having the very first festival, mm-hmm. and then seeing it grow every single year. As I saw, as we all started out together, essentially in the same time in comedy. Yeah. So to see them going and taking that, and me being able to support it. And uh, I'm working on some stuff with them for next year. Uh, I'm looking forward to. I'm not going to disclose it. I'm not going to put that out there. But I'm just going to say I'm working. Uh, heard it that. here first yeah <laughs> and uh and with them uh those are the guys that really put a lot of effort into an audience that isn't heard about but is there which is people of color brewing uh in Texas, people that are doing it in New Jersey, people that are doing it in Wisconsin, people from the West Coast traveling all the way over here uh, from Ohio, Different places are wanting to come and display their wares and actually link up and network with others so it 's like saying hey uh, you 're not the only one it 's like the it 's like the Black Avengers just coming in for beer." And uh, you see them come together, and you see the camaraderie amongst everybody else. And after a couple of drinks, after a couple of samples, everybody's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Everybody's kids are just walking around, even though they're not consuming, which you know. <laughs> but, you know, they're, they're walking around, and their parents are able to walk around. They're eating food. Music's going on. And uh, it's really just a nice time for the amount of time that you're there. It really is.
1: Yeah. That's so cool to it have that. Good. That's one of the things that, like... I think maybe people around here kind of take for granted. Like, it's it's completely different than the aviary. I completely understand that. <laughs> Let me say that first. But the aviary we have here is a national aviary, and people don't give it enough respect. Okay, completely different from that. I I just wanted to give the aviaries dip. That being said, the fact that this is here, like this, like that's so cool, and I think people overlook it, kind of thing like even with the Steelers or maybe that's a better one. The Steelers are so good that we kind of like overlook it like okay when they have a down year eight and eight, you know, it seems awful because that excellence. And it's like Ed and Day, they brought all this and they keep they're so consistent and they're hard workers. And like you were saying, with uh, guys headlining at the improv or whatever that you can see at your mics. I don't want to, you know, say you know fine people there, but there's some guys there out of Ed and Day that maybe you could find a Willow Station every now and then. You know, stop down, see some really quality guys. But at a day, those guys just working and and just... it, It's hard to keep working at something over and, over and over and over and over again. And the fact that they've done it and have been successful and then have reached the pinnacle of being number one yeah. at it. Uh-huh. Like, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
4: That's so... That, like... That is so cool to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And With us starting out, especially with uh, Ed, he used to host a mic over at Union Pig and Chicken, which is not there. And for like the crowd of us that were performing at that time, it was a special place. And uh, to see two comedians doing a beer festival and having it go there, uh, Ed will come by whenever he has some new stuff and work it out. And I always give him that opportunity because back whenever I was young on it, and he was just grinding and also having a mic, he gave me that opportunity. So things come around. But also, if you hear Ed Bailey's comedy and also Dave Bracey's, you realize that you know, there's a reason why Ed is headlining over there. There's a reason yeah. why he's featuring for uh, some of your favorite comedians, whether it's Tony Rock, whether it's a bunch of other people that may come through. And I can read off his resume, too. But uh, <laughs> but uh, those, those brothers are dynamic, and uh, just to see how the talent that they're able to pick and and really run with the opportunities that they had. uh, They are definitely goals that I myself have to adapt.
3: Yeah. How long have you been doing comedy?
4: Uh, Ten years. Ten years this year. uh, It's really been maybe about 11 because I started out as Pittsburgh comedy super fan. So I would just always be at the mics, never performing. But I was studying them. I was watching them. Mm -hmm. And after they come off stage, I would give them feedback about what the crowd said to help better inform their jokes, help them better write. And I was also able to get in on some shows that, uh, hey, if I'm giving them good intel, if I'm a nice guy, it makes sense for me to be able to get them into a show or something for a reduced amount or just to be able to hang around. So I went in with their Uh, that information. Mm -hmm. And then one night, Sean Collier, who you may know from Pittsburgh Magazine, he Mm -hmm. hosted uh, a mic over at Beer Hive, Mm -hmm. which is in the Strip District. They had one. Um, they were low on comics. I was there. Uh, they had a really hot crowd, uh, and the mic cut out. So we all had to project. And he was like, hey man, uh, we need some comedians to come up. We're a bit low. You want to come up finally? After I've been asked like a bunch of times, I said, fine, I'll, I'll go up. Right. I remember my first set because I had to follow a guy that told a story about being the Chuck E. Cheese rat. Shut up! And these are just things. If, as a comedian, after a while, you remember your first. You remember oh, certain yeah. things. So yeah. I remember having to follow him, and I I think that might have been like the first couple times I've I've never seen him since. But he talked about him being the Chuck E. Cheese rat and all the stuff that went into it. And Charles Entertainment Cheese. I had to mm-hmm. Look that up afterwards. <laughs> uh, Is that then, what the E stands for? Yeah, Charles Entertainment.
1: Cheesy. I, like I kind of feel like th- I I remember reading I that before. That. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. That's why I want my my next child's middle name to be Danger. So
4: exactly. They um, it was Danger's a, my middle. It name. was a thing, and and there you go. That that'll be a. That would be a nice kid, especially for all of his teaching <laughs> yeah. to read off. Um, but, yeah, I had to follow him. I told my I told a joke about uh, uh, Sid Bream and the uh, 92 Pirates just basically taking away my innocence much like the Catholic <laughs> Church did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I
4: went into it, man. I still have a lot of stuff against that, the brave Sid Bream. and uh, I don't want to say his name too much. I'll spit. <laughs> but I, I, a lot of stuff like that. And then it was amongst – people that were watching pirate games so they were like oh yeah that guy's fantastic clap everything yeah everything else and then that that was the bug then i texted a couple friends some people already knew like you're like oh brandon finally went up oh congratulations all oh, this that and the other and i didn't go as hard as i think i should have that first year so i really didn't count it i was just going up sporadically but then that second year bam i started hitting it hard mm-hmm. and then uh 10 years has gone by and more opportunities have come
1: so when wow. you when you started or uh, so from the beginning you went as pretty much just as an audience member as a fan you just enjoy comedy and then what people were telling you you should do it did you have that kind of like I want to do it kind of but I don't have that confidence kind of thing because I know that's what it was like for me like I was like I feel like I have some funny stuff mm-hmm. but talking in front of people is terrifying
4: mm-hmm.
1: and then like saying something that you think is funny like that's very vulnerable like the whole thing it was, like that's one reason I respect anybody who gets up on stage like it's terrifying oh, for yeah. anybody the first time doing that at least yeah. it was for me
4: Um, but <laughs> um I think for me I had I had debate in college and I had debate in high school so speaking in front of crowds uh came a bit second nature to me but just uh, it was all about the craft I'd watched too many hours of Eddie Murphy, I had seen so many hours of Rock, Seinfeld, everybody else, that as I was giving them information, they were like, yo, I could actually talk to this guy offstage because he knows what's happening, what's going on. And then it was just like, yo, why don't you try comedy? I was like, I'd rather just feed you guys the intel, feed you guys that. Yeah. And then they, they already know I have a good speaking voice. They were like, yo, seriously, go head up. And I was like, nah, I'll leave that to you guys. I'm, ha- I'm comfortable where I was at. And then uh, that night, the opportunity presented itself, and I just finally... Uh, did say yes, but it was one of those things where I got the trust of the local comedians mm-hmm. out there. Uh, I had enough of a of a catalog in my mind to recall the greats that they looked up to, mm-hmm. and I had a good perspective of listening to what the audience was saying as they're joking. The things that went up before it, as far as the setup, and just how they wanted to have the crowd come up afterwards yeah so if i'm if i'm able to tell you guys that then it's like i didn't i didn't need to be the one that's behind the actual microphone until it was that time right
1: do you feel like you've like changed from the beginning to now like do you feel like in the beginning you might have like pretended to be what a, you you pictured a stand-up to sound like and then found your own voice and now you're different or was it always authentic or what was it like for you
4: I think everybody, especially, they have to get over that part once they first start doing stand-up. And, and I, no matter how long you've been, been watching it, no matter how informed you may have been, you're still going to go through the same things. No matter what age you start at, you're still going to go through that. So that's why, like, that first year, I went up sporadically. I would post, like, hey, these are the things that I'm doing. It was just, like, a bunch of open mics. Mm-hmm. I had maybe a couple minutes worth of material I carried around a red clip, a red notebook with me with my notes, with my jokes into it, and I did that. That was one of the things that uh, the pros I would learned from. But then you also have to like listen to yourself if you do an audio recording. You have to get comfortable with your writing because so many people write all over, but once it's time to go over their notes or put together their set, if they can't do that, then that's a bit of a deficit onto them, and that's something that I went through. And also, you have to be comfortable with you not getting the jokes immediately and if you do that's fine but then the sustaining you have to be able to try to sustain that for x amount of years and do you want to keep on coming out so you may be hot for a month everything else is cooking for that month but then three months the new material that you write you don't get any laughs you have to be comfortable with that saying okay i have to go back to the gym i have to go back and write that's something everybody has to do yeah Brandon, let how me you, get, oh, sorry. Sorry.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, I just really want to know how you felt listening to yourself for the first time.
4: Uh, um I felt like I needed to and this is just my naivete, I loved it. Like really? I, loved, I loved the deepness of my voice, the command that I had. I've gotten more in control over it. Yeah. But sometimes I would just kind of speak away like this from the mic. I didn't have a yeah. proper technique about how to how to control my voice as it relates to the crowd mm-hmm. so i already enjoyed my voice but did it resonate with the crowd and if i was saying something funny did i was was i able to get that reaction yeah as you're starting out those are the things that you don't know and like everybody else bombed I had to go to other places bombed I have my ego inflated thinking oh yeah. they, should be, they should be laughing at this because this is some of the greatest things that come out of my mind and then nothing Yeah. and, it, and it's like you have to almost humble yourself you, you do have to humble yourself mm-hmm. to be like okay what is it that's going on what do I have to go back and correct talk to somebody else talk to especially if you have somebody that's been performing longer than you instead mm-hmm. of somebody that's like your peer right. go to somebody that's pre- performing older than you and then ask them some questions, and then kind of soak that up. That'll help better inform you to to get through those trying times.
3: So you can't go into comedy with an ego.
4: You can. You may not last very long. Okay. Yeah, that thing. makes that makes sense. And then and then as you go on, your ego, you have to be able to control it for the crowd. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, once you step off stage, you have to control it for yourself. Right. Because the people that. Don't maybe have control over their ego, easily fall into drugs, easily fall into all the illicit things that entertainment industry has for them. Yeah. And they'll end up burning themselves out, burning out anybody that can possibly be able to tell them, hey, man, slow down. Right. Or you just really, because of your ego, if it's that inflated, you may push away so many other people that you want to try and bring in to invest. Yeah. If they get such that bad taste from you because of your ego, it's like, oh. It's it really is. You have to put your ego in Hulkbuster armor and really control it every single time you go up on stage. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, on that drive back. That
1: yeah, that's that would be rough. Brandon, let me ask you this: because you you host a mic, which is different than you know uh, some other people that I have on here who just do you know just will do stand up or you know do their shows or whatever they're doing. As a host and kind of organizing things, you have a different perspective of it. How do you know when you're up there what's funny? Maybe you think it's funny and where it just didn't work with those people because like you were saying earlier, maybe they're coming from a pirate game, maybe they're coming from something else. In my experience, a lot of mics are surprise comedies tonight, you know, deal with it kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, try to win them over kind of thing, which is, you know, that's kind of what you have to do, I guess. Which like, is how fine. Do you know when to but how the do you joke? know how do you know like what you're saying could be funny or not funny or are they just not listening
4: uh you the, just trust yourself yeah the crowd will and i learned this from tony rock the crowd will let you know how you're doing and a little bit of the direction you need to go um but also conversely if the crowd is going away if they're like talking a bit too loud or if they're focusing on anything else you have to be able to direct them back to the stage back to the performers so as a host Um, I kind of go up there with some of my material that I have, but also what Tony Rock told me is that, especially if you're hosting an open mic, try and have five five, five new minutes every time you go up there. So in between me reading off the daily specials and going into introducing the first comedian, or at least the second comedian, because I'm the first one that they see, in between there I have to sprinkle in some of the thoughts that I think are new that are funny, but also some of the tried and true. Mm-hmm. So if I'm able to blend a little bit of those, especially if they haven't heard it before, right. then it's like, oh, bam, this guy's fantastic. Even the regulars, if I'm able to give some of their, like, telegraph what's going on, they'll be like, okay, I like this is the part. This is the part <laughs> you guys sit back. Yeah. Okay, so if I'm able to give them that and then just really go with the flow, that means – crowd work that means reading what what everybody else is talking about whether it's a couple there whether it's a guy that's just kind of sitting over the corner by himself whether it's uh, a guy that may be going onto his phone a whole bunch maybe making a a a trade or coke deal or whatever else he's going into like i have to be able to kind of read all that and then in the way that i can uh kindly bring the attention back to us, Bring make them a little bit a part of it, and make them feel as comfortable as they can. That's why I try and ask, hey, if this is anybody else's first time at an open mic, this is how it's going to go, we're going to get through this together. So I try and like lay that out there at the beginning also.
1: I th- I think I like that because I, I work in a restaurant and I'm used to like waiting on parties and things like that and being kind of a host, taking care of them, taking care of their drinks and things like that. And I think you do a great job with that, Making sure everybody feels comfortable, everybody comes up, everything runs like I said a million times everything runs very smoothly. now, my question for you with when you go up with your technique with your the way that you do it, you go up, you do your you know set for what five ten minutes in the beginning in between each one you were saying you do some you know some things that work, some new things. do you go up and try to just feel off what they just said or you know. Because how much time do you really have in between it, like a minute, two minutes?
4: in between uh I have maybe uh ten seconds to fifteen seconds right yeah like that internal clock will start to kick in uh, outside of what the what the audience may be viewing. So I already have a set list yeah. in my mind, edit it while i'm while I'm talking to them, and then seeing, hey, how can I be able to extend part one? And then just kind of go off uh, from there. So if I say something funny and some girl over there to my right just starts snorting, bam. I love snorters. (laughs) So uh, I'm going to deviate all in your septum. So I want you you to keep on coming back. So I'm going to keep on feeding off. Okay, so what is your table like? How did you come here? Who's all a part of what? How are you guys doing? Bam. So so whatever material I had kind of gets shifted into... I'm going to bring the focus onto you and our conversation. Uh, but it's going to be controlled because I'm going to try and block out as many other things as I can while I'm listening to somebody order chicken fingers over there, another conversation going over there. But we're still going to make this, this thing happen until I feel like, okay, this is what I, this is, I've gotten enough out of you. Please continue to enjoy the rest of the show. We're going to move on to the rest of the show.
3: Yeah. I like crowd work. Crowd work makes me laugh. I like I enjoy crowd work.
1: Well, crowd work's don't nice. do it
3: to me. But do yeah. it to the table next to me so I'm close enough to it so I can hear all the conversation, but it makes me laugh. I like well, crowd
1: work. That's one of the things I will say. Brandon in between everybody, he always has some kind of quip or something that's always very entertaining that always makes me laugh out loud. Yeah. Um, Brandon, are you uh, you're just going to uh, you're going to be doing the mics at uh, Willow Station going forward at Tuesday you and Joey or how is that going to go?
5: Yeah, anybody
1: uh, who wants to stop down because like we were saying there's there's some really 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 funny people there there's some shows there occasionally uh just stop down if you're gonna go out and have a drink or have some wings
3: or whatever you might as well have entertainment (laughs) go there like i'm telling you you
4: you will enjoy it more than you think yeah thank you i um in addition to hosting uh willow station um it's myself Joey will host and Mark Shimkits at the at the last right. one at the month. Uh he always has uh some crazy off the wall idea that somehow works, whether it's chicken wings and well, it was like a zone take on hot ones, whether it's picking from a bucket, whether it's a character, yeah. uh, thing, something he has that will, it will be a good idea and he executes it as only Mark shimkits can. So that's always, there's always something through, uh, the upcoming weeks on Tuesday. Also, um, I, Book my own show, uh, out in Indiana, Pennsylvania, uh, that's gonna start up in the fall. I'll be, uh, bringing comedians from Pittsburgh, uh, over to Los Locos, uh, Taquera. That's right along uh, Philadelphia Street that's down there. And uh, immediately, at least in the more immediate sense, uh, on the 25th of August, I will be hosting for Josh Dwe over at Arcade Comedy Theater, which I just came back from. I was a part of their lab. And now I'm going to have a chance to host for a a young guy that's like 23, but he's already got enough accolades to tour and uh, he chose me to be able to host for him, so I'm going to give him my all for that. Congratulations. And, uh, thank That's you. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I have those things coming up, and also uh, in like the immediate sense, it's, it's those ones, but also uh, I think I have a Alzheimer's uh, benefit, but also a show uh, coming up in Freeport, PA with very good comedy. That's with Robert Puncher out of uh, New York. He comes back uh, from New York. He's pittsburgh guy and he'll have shows that he has coming up and i'll be a part of and performing on those uh so that one should be coming up on uh, august 26th i'm looking forward to that can you tell
1: everyone where they can find you on social media
4: Yes, uh, on Facebook, Brandon Johnson. I promote uh, my shows on there. Instagram, uh, Brandon Laughs Last, at Brandon Laughs Last. Uh, I post my shows, post uh, as many pictures as I can. Sometimes it's over at the improv. Sometimes it's stuff that's on my mind that I think other young comedians should be able to have. And then I also have my YouTube channel, uh, The Comedy Stylings of Brandon Johnson, uh, I uploaded some new clips uh, just trying to work around uh, with YouTube algorithms as mm-hmm. you guys have, mm-hmm. seeing which one works. I'm still trying to find what You'll works best know. for me. <laughs>
2: uh,
4: but, yeah, the, the comedy style is a Brandon Johnson. If you look that up, uh, those are where you can find me.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. I do have uh, one more question for you before we touch on one. I have, like, one news story because Danny's on here <laughs> with that. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this one. Uh, you were talking about Don't Tell Comedy with Ronnie. Uh where did you do your show, and how did that go?
4: I did my show at move it's on uh it's along Penn Avenue in uh East Liberty and it's like a bit of a holistic uh gym where they have uh workout materials uh they have carpeting on the floors it's like a nice uh place to go ahead and and work on and and do it in a holistic manner but the way that they had it set up it seemed like uh and i said this with as much love and as much care as i could for the place it looked like an illuminati sex dungeon uh, Oh, (laughs) just on the floor and just looking around it they had a lot of stuff there and uh, hopefully, I'll have a chance to go back and perform there. But for that's sure, why I, I don't tell. What kind of and, performance uh, are you doing, Brandon? You the can't Illuminati
3: tell. Sex Dungeon. Mm. If,
4: yeah. if you, I'll tell you what go to Move. Go to Move. It's MUV. Yeah. Look it up. Uh, the guys there are fantastic. But if you look it up and actually go to the place and look around you'll realize how bit of an accurate description I just gave it. <laughs> and that's just a sample of the comedy that I have a chance to deliver to him. But, yeah, it was it was a really nice time. I thank Ronnie for uh, the spot, for everything, and uh, I'll be doing some more don't tells coming up uh, with him, working with him um, at some point. And, uh, yeah, it's that's the one where you say you like crowd work. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a whole different crowd. To try and do crowd work. In. Yeah. And it was a fantastic <laughs> time. I how really how are the crowds for this? They are intimate. And by intimate, I mean like 20 to 30 or so. That's a good so number. You have, yeah, so you, you have enough eyes on yeah. you to where everybody else is really invested in the show. Yeah. They're not going to yeah. be on their phones. They're not going to be any place else. And it's at places that traditionally don't have comedy Mm -hmm. it's not going to be at a club it's not going to be here at five six five or any other it'll just be somewhere so you have to really have a good skill set to come in there and get their attention yeah have them have them laughing it's like you know what however much i pay for this ticket you were the extra yeah you were the the thing that yes i want to be able to follow you or if i have something coming up i want to be able to hire you for a certain event or I want to be able to network with you somehow because what I just saw was very funny, and I believe it could be able to help me if we collaborate are yeah. are you, are you
1: oh, one of the kind cool. of guys who records things and then goes back and like breaks down the film kind of thing or are you you just feel it and you remember or how are you
4: me I, I am at the advanced at the advanced performing age of ten years, I now can audio record myself, go back, and kind of edit from there. If I have video footage, I will also go back and before I try and upload it on my YouTube channel, uh, I'll go back and see what sort of things like I I maybe could have done better. What sort of response did the crowd give me in the crowd at that time? And those are the things that like also stick with you. So, Mm -hmm. yes, I do go back and I break down my tape. I break down my X's and O's and uh, I try to put together whatever the next game plan is to win them over. Right.
3: You're doing a good job. Yeah,
1: Brandon. a lot of good things. I, I think you're absolutely hilarious. Every time I've gone out and have done shows, I I did the one Mike at uh, Willow that you were talking about with Mark, uh, where we pulled something out of a hat. And that was, that was a good time. I like things like that. I like where it's like you can't be prepared kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You just roll with it. Yeah. Because it, it's fun. It can be funny. Sometimes it's bad, which is also funny. Um, but it, it's definitely a fun opportunity. And if you go there, like it, it's always entertaining. Right. It's way better than anything else you're going to mm-hmm. get anywhere else. And if you're going to go out, like I said, dude, I'm telling you, just do this. Like if you it's free, yeah, you go out, you have your wings, you have your dinner, you mm-hmm. have your beer, and then you can do this as well, but um i I can't recommend willow enough stop down
4: on Tuesdays. what time does it start? eight I tell or, everybody to get there uh at eight thirty so we can start at nine. And uh, this past one, like number 101, uh, we actually had an abundance of comedians, and I didn't want to turn them away, but also I had to respect uh, the staff uh, and the fact that they had to get out at a certain (laughs) time, so I had to cut, unfortunately cut some people's times, but they were still able to perform, so I haven't turned anybody else away yet, I haven't kicked anybody else (laughs) back out into the streets, so if you you took the time to stop by, I want to at least throw you up at some point
1: yeah and and uh, the one last thing I will say about Brandon before I say the one news story it's one of those things that if you're getting into comedy it can be like overwhelming and kind of like intimidating kind of thing there's a lot of like pretty decent people that I've met through comedy and Brandon's definitely one of them like he he's very respectful you go up and then I remember the one time I went up he I can't remember what you said but it was something encouraging it was something that was it it helped me it was it was to make me better, and I appreciate it. I can't remember exactly what it is now,
4: but I do remember it stuck out to me enough that I remembered enough. Yeah, I yeah. think it was because you had kind of uh, you had a, more than a couple premises, but they weren't fully fleshed out as far as yeah. jokes. So that's why I kept on. And I tell a lot of people, keep coming out, keep writing, is uh, to do something like that, and then also to get you have to stage wise, you have to get comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. On stage, You were still moving around a lot and maybe keeping the microphone too much away from you. So whenever you wanted to say something funny, if it was over from like that point, something of a second, it could throw off the rest of whatever else you had a chance to say. So that was that once again, with us being together, it it comes back to me. I can't
1: (laughs) believe that he remembered that because it
4: was it was very accurate
1: to something like that. I did. I had a bunch of stuff and I was like, this is funny. This is funny. Let's see what works. And then I'll build off of that. Uh, but yeah, I, I, like I said, uh, seven times now stopped down at Willow station Tuesday night. Uh, Shay, I have one new story here. I'm not going to get into a bunch because we've already, this is a super long episode. We're already like an hour and a half in for the entire episode. Oh, wow. But this one, uh, story I saw, Means Brendan, I like to wake up. I wake up at like six every day to go to the bathroom. I get up, I pee and I take my morning medication, my bipolar shit I have to take, um, so I'll get up, and then I'll just like sit on my phone and look for 10 minutes or whatever. And then at the end of the week when I'm doing the show, I'll go back and see my history and see certain things. The one thing that got me is I'm sure you've heard of the the Zuckerberg and Elon Musk fight and how Zuckerberg's training and the, and the Zuckerberg meal from McDonald's. Have you heard this show?
3: No, not the meal. It's not,
1: it's not like the, the one they're having, like, uh, sweetie. Or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, they yeah. had that. Yeah. Their, uh, okay. Travis Scott. Travis uh-huh. Scott yeah. yeah, he had that. Um, He has 20 nuggets, a quarter pounder, a large fry, Oreo McFlurry, apple pie, and then maybe some side cheeseburgers for later is what Jesus. this says. I feel like that's attainable. I think I could do
3: that. Yourself? Yeah. In because one sitting? if
1: If I go to McDonald's for me and okay. I'm like hungry okay. and I'm going to eat it, I get, I get a 10-piece nugget, okay. a large fry, a large Sprite. Because the fucking Sprite McDonald's is so good. That's it? No.
4: Okay. The Sprite there is different.
1: Yeah. It, it's oh, the straw. I remember seeing something. The Sprite at McDonald's hits like the fucking air conditioning on vacation. Yes. When you like which is crank true, it. Like but I, it's not
3: the Sprite itself. It's the straw. It's McDonald's straw. It's, they make it that big because you get more carbonation in one sip than you do anywhere other, any other places, which is why it hits so sharp. And so intensely. It's because of how big
1: their straw is. That's a Diameter. fact. Diameter. It's Look about it girth, Shay. I swear. It always swear comes back why. to girth. Um, yeah, I, I would believe no, that. No, no, I okay, o-
3: so you were saying, so you got your nuggets, you got your Sprite, you got your large fry. What else you get? If, if I'm going, like,
1: like if I you're was going saying, I, I, I don't go 20 piece, I go 10 piece for me. Yeah. Large fry, Sprite, I'll get a burger, if not two double cheeseburgers. The, the, right. the cheap ones, though. Yeah. Just, like the fucking burgers. Like, not yeah, good. right. No, so I'll do the two double cheeseburgers. Maybe a milkshake. The whole way I'm looking at this, though, quarter pounder, Nah, that's another thing. Nuggets? You could eat nuggets, no problem. Easy. Mm-hmm. like done. You could be completely full and still eat 10, ten pieces. I'm
3: nuggets. getting a 10-piece. I'm getting a Big Mac, and I'm getting a McChicken.
1: Oreo McFlurry. Uh, small you, fry. You, you put that down. Apple pie, small. And then it says maybe cheeseburgers for later. When I go to McDonald's or wherever I go, Brandon, I always get whatever I'm going to eat, and then I also get an extra whatever for the ride home because I'm that fat.
3: Oh, no, agreed. I
1: absolutely agree with you. Absolutely. I'm getting food...
3: To eat to wherever I'm, my
1: destination is,
3: so that I can eat at my destination. Right?
1: You don't want to. I don't want to eat going three into my game. fries.
3: Yeah, we go three yeah. for three. That's a whole. Yeah. That's a real thing. Like yes, oh, agree. If, if
1: I if I have my meal, I don't want my meal being sullied before I get home. Okay. I don't want it being touched. No. So I'll get the other fries and the and the uh, you know the junior cheeseburger. Yeah. Oh, well, of course you gotta go
3: value meal for yeah, your man. ride home yeah. meal. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, we're not that yeah. bad. Get I know. It together.
1: Come on, Shay. <laughs> Come
3: on! Yeah, no, agreed. Especially if I'm at if I'm at Wendy's, I'm either getting a four piece, which usually upsets me. So usually I don't. You know, I'm not eating that on the way home. I need something more. I'm gonna get a junior bacon cheeseburger well, for, the, for the ride home. And I usually will get everything on it, which is weird because I never want lettuce, tomato, or onion on my shit. Well, this this joint. brings
1: me to my to the big question. I'll ask you and I'll ask Brandon how they have the the sweetie meal and the and uh, Travis Scott and yeah. uh, Mark Zuckerberg was talking about this. If they had the Shea meal or if they had the Brandon meal, where is it from and what is it?
3: Where is it from? It I not a place? It
1: doesn't necessarily have to be McDonald's. Okay, I got to not, not gonna But we're not going to do the McDonald's fries. You the, can't mix the it. The Wendy's burger Yeah, you the, can't yeah. mix it. One place, they're, they're sponsoring you, okay? Shea, you're touring across the country. Jack in the Box says, Shea, what are you doing?
3: All right, so this I is the, the thing. one
1: burger chain that's not. That's it,
3: to it pick. I'm not going to pick. <laughs> um, I'm going to straight go McDonald's because I know for a fact what I'm getting there every single time I go. There's a 99.9% chance I'm not going to switch it up when I go to McDonald's. Okay. When I go to Wendy's, Baconator, they have like a spicy burger kind of thing that I like to switch it up. McDonald's, it's the same. I want a Big Mac with no pickles. Put pickles on there, I'm coming back. I'm mad about it. I want to make chicken, I want a 10 piece. I want a small fry. Ninety nine percent chance I'm gonna get a sprite. And that's my meal.
1: You don't go meal, you go all, all a la carte.
3: Yeah, I want a small fry. Is
1: it better that way? I don't know. I I, I feel I, like you get the small, the small nugget meal, it might be better.
3: I'm gonna do a 10 but piece I don't know, and a man. small fry. I'm gonna do 10 piece and small fry. And I like the 10 piece because I like I like different sauces. I don't want one sauce. I want like two or three different sauces and one of those half. They have to be the barbecue.
1: If you're going to have three different things, plus fries, the small fries are relevant. It's like the Diet Coke at that point.
3: I agree. But it's a fry from McDonald's. You just, It's like one of those things you have to have it. You have to have it. That's why you get a small. Because it's like not really relevant. But when you I, just need when it. When I
1: eat the McDonald's fries, I go like at least nine at a time. Wine. oh yeah i'm not just grabbing wine
3: yeah. i'm grab. i'm doing yeah. this you grab a you bundle got, it's man. like you're the claw your hand's the claw and you just yeah. go in and you grab them that's what my fingers look like when i have fries in my hand
1: brandon where do you <laughs> go from and what's your meal
4: uh uh i guess a couple um rallies okay. rally checkers uh i go for big buford uh chicken sandwich if i have enough money i will get there like they're ten piece of wings. Mm-hmm. Ten piece wings. Are they bone in there? Bone in. Yeah. Okay. Bone in. And then also strawberry shake. I have to get their the Rally's oh. fries specifically, and have to be a large because they're like the best fries that are on the market. Mm-hmm. Consistency with their bacon cheeseburgers and their big Buford. Uh, it matches all up. And then to have that, you have to have the strawberry shake, strawberry specifically. So that's that. If I go to Wendy's, uh, it's it has to be late night because that's whenever their fries taste the best. Late oh. night. Fries, uh, I go, their spicy chicken sandwich. Hell yeah. Mm,
3: God damn it, it's yes. so incredibly, it's so good. fuck, it's so good. It's so good. That, <laughs> that might be, that might be the best the fast best. food sandwich
4: going right now is Wendy's
1: spicy chicken.
3: Their spicy chicken, no one can beat it. And it's like, phenomenal. And like for, for
1: the last uh, seven
4: years, oh, it's yeah. been running.
3: I, I, and it's always consistent. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, I'm sorry.
4: Junior bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> yes. And then also, uh, if, if i want to i will go with uh their mic- their their double the yeah. double yeah. Oh, what Dave's
3: Dave's double, Dave's double. Dave's, Dave's, Dave's junior, yeah, whatever. For, so it is. I don't. The I don't do not
4: i for God four. So I usually do like I usually do like three for whatever yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: right. So, so, four so for
1: it's... four. I'll do five for twenty-seven. <laughs> man, I'm hungry. That's <laughs> very true. Yeah. five
3: for twenty-seven. <laughs> That's how it is anymore, man. <laughs> it is. I know. And then you'll go
1: to the some place. Like some Wendy's have cookies, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, no, try
4: yeah. This. yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, uh,
4: I think with me, whenever I get the sandwiches, I ask to put the sauce on. Some do, and then others will just put it off to the side, which makes me go to Burger King. And if I'm going over to Burger King, I have to get their fries. I don't really mess with their drink, but their uh, their Whopper with cheese or are there uh, Whopper? Are they
3: still huge?
4: The the junior Whopper is something manageable. But the regular Whopper is something, still- something I get. Something all of us would get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
3: <laughs> so, I remember, it. like, the last time I was a, a Burger King, man, I was traveling back here when I used to live in North Carolina. And they're like, those bitches are like wide. Like, they're not, it's not, I'm not talking about thickness. I'm talking about like the whole, like, width of the sandwiches. Uh, speaking of
1: Burger King, the one in Baden, Conway area is on 65. 65- no, it's so good because oh the management there, what gets me, and I love it. They're great there. What they do, after you say whatever you want, I want, I want the number seven, uh, large Dr. Pepper. What else can I get for you? The what else can I get for you? Because I always feel bad that's if huge. it's like, oh, it's eight eleven. What else can I get for you? Oh, what else can I get for you? You can get me an Oreo oh, shake. Huge. You can get me some cookies. I like, I like the. I like I, that. I, I, I'm not bothering you. Because a lot of people, I, I'll go. Uh, the one time I went, I got a number seven meal. I was trying to get two Happy Meals after. They said, okay, $7.
3: Yeah. I'm not done, man. I'm I'll not say done. it though. I, I will lit I get mad. Don't make me feel bad about ordering extra food. That pisses me off. Now I'm just mad. So like yeah. usually I'm a very I'm really good at just being like, okay, they I'm just gonna I'll fuck it. I'll go somewhere else and get No. When it comes to my fast food, don't fucking don't fuck around. Like that's not my toe. And I will tell them. Oh, that's not it. I have I have more. And then I'll order it like, <laughs> oh, can I get a can I get a McDouble? And I'm gonna get something else. So hold on one second. I am. I'm that person. Like don't make me feel bad for ordering food. Fast food's your job. It is. It's your job. <laughs> it's like being mad at somebody because they asked for another sprite. Shea, like you it. In the both, restaurant. Can I have I, another yeah. cup of coffee? Why? Like that you don't is a do good that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing I know about restaurant people and cooks specifically, mm-hmm. there's nothing a cook hates more than to cook. Yeah, Especially no, I know. Like, yeah. I know. If there's two hours left to shift, you better not They're ask pissed. them to cook. Don't, yeah. Don't ask don't them to cook, nothing. man. Don't order nothing. Yeah. I mean, I love them. I love working at a restaurant, but it's consistent every single
3: time. <laughs> All the time. Consistent it's one of those attitude. things, it's like,
1: if you hate cooking maybe be a a cook don't don't cook man (laughs) be a cook yeah you could do a lot of things (laughs) you don't have to cook most jobs don't involve cooking um brandon (laughs) one last time can you tell everyone uh where they can find you You said brandon laughs last
4: certainly thank you uh facebook brandon johnson search out my name Uh, my profile picture this week uh, is in honor of uh mr paul rubens so oh, I've yeah had that up for a while, but it'll probably revert back to me wearing uh this colored green polo shirt <laughs> at some point uh so that 's there uh on instagram uh it 's brandon laugh's last it 's a picture of me in my Shaw Day shirt uh We have a connection and it was me <laughs> performing at a show uh Somebody really got me at a good angle. I think it might have been uh mr puncher uh robert puncher 's dad. I love his photos um it 's there. So you can search me out on that. And then also uh, my YouTube, uh, the comedy stylings of Brandon Johnson. It's myself and uh, uh, my man, my man, Ron. Uh, uh, we're together. It, he was performing here in uh, Pittsburgh. And uh, it's a picture of both of us together. And it's for my uh, YouTube
1: absolutely nice. check all that we'll tag you and everything definitely stop down and see brandon he's very funny like i said very nice guy as well mm-hmm. shay you're wonderful
4: you're very nice as well obviously. Brandon, thank you. Uh, ron let's funches. see that's who it is myself and ron funches
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
2: well that's pretty solid man yeah
1: mm-hmm.
4: there a uh, few
1: people have a better voice than ron funches
4: That's why I was, or more
1: unique, I guess. Maybe I shouldn't say better. I like it, but maybe not everybody. It's not everyone's cup of tea.
4: Uh, Whenever I met, I was like, I'm like, I think I'm the bizarro version of you. It's at some point, uh, yeah, because we're like similar height, everything else. And this is before he got more into WWE, before he started to slim down a little bit, like he has. And uh, he was performing over at the Rex Theater, really, really nice guy, kind guy. And uh, that's one of the treasures that I had. And I had to put it up for my YouTube channel because that's the kind of content I put (laughs) out.
1: But definitely follow him. Follow us. Um, Let's see. What do we have next week? Georgia Warder. Check her out. Very funny. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the good stuff. All of that stuff. Uh, Go back, listen to some of the Poor Man's Podcasts one-on-one. I had Frank Nicotero, Darius Mm Kasparitis. Go back to listen to those those guys. Uh, Follow Mm and subscribe on social media. And for the wonderful and talented and beautiful Brandon Johnson, for the wonderful and talented and beautiful Shaley baby. That's right. I'm Chris and Michelle. Thank you, Michelle, for coming on. For everybody, I'm Chris. Thank you for listening. I'm so happy yeah. that I was
5: allowed to be part of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you had a good time. If you did, be sure to subscribe to the
0: show to catch the latest episodes and share with your friends. We can't promise not to embarrass you. And if you just can't get enough, follow us on Instagram at Poor Man's Podcast 412, Twitter at Poor Man's Pod 412, and Facebook. This is Pittsburgh's own Poor Man's Podcast, signing off. See you next week. In my opinion, that sucked.
4: Woo! Woo! Warmain's podcast, the best (laughs) podcast in Pittsburgh. Great cash, homie.